And we're here on the KM Podcast Special Draft Edition. Ken Brown from WGR Radio, Michael Harry, DetroitLions.com, as we recap night one NFL draft. Hello, Mike. Hello, Ken Brown. The day after. All right. This is going to be a condensed version. That's right. So we got to get this in fast and furious. The draft night started, Michael Hare, with the Lions having picks number 6 and 18. And as I said during our podcast, if you listened to it the other day, there was a 90% chance they would move off of one of those picks. So my 90% was correct. They did move off. Now, I thought it would be the 18th pick. I thought they were going to either trade back or trade up a few spots, whatever. But lo and behold, pick number 6, the Lions trade out. Your thoughts? I'm not surprised, really. I, but, you know, the, the, look, I, I had uh, – Tyree, excuse me, uh, I had, uh, what's his name? Tyree Wilson. Tyreek Wilson on my last three mock drafts going to the Lions at six. They didn't even they didn't even give him a look, really, and I was completely wrong on that. The big fear right now is the Detroit Lions having the nerve, the absolute gall, to draft a running back 12th overall. Second best running back in the draft, an absolute playmaker uh, out of uh, Georgia Tech and Alabama. I see absolutely nothing wrong with adding good players to the roster. I really don't. Well, it kind of chaps me a little bit. Yeah, that's not a criticism at all. That's fine. But the analysis over and over and over about it's it's some sort of sacred right that you cannot take a running back on the first day for Pete's sakes. What are, we, what are they out there for? Or And uh, and inside linebackers. They, they were calling this the throwback draft. These are positions that you don't draft high anymore. Look, players are players to me. I'll get to that in a second. I think the main reason people are upset today, and I, I listen to the the, um, the basement mafia, people that sit in their basement and look at mock drafts <laughs> all day and decide that they know more than the people that actually get paid to evaluate talent, that um, when Jalen Carter's on the board, he's a transitional player, blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry, but if you're off somebody's board or if there's red flags off the field on you, I don't want you. And and like I said, the Lions know well enough if he was a player, as you can see, he had talent. But all the talent in the world he had, which he was the the best player in the draft supposedly, look at his stats. Look at his stats from last year, Mike. So Uh, there was a disconnect between talent and, and, and production. No, you look. We've talked about this before. I look at this. I, I I don't see the production, regardless of what, you know, whether you're on or off, the red flags, all that other stuff. You still have to look at production, and I don't see it. I just don't see it. Now, look, he can go to he can go to Philadelphia and light up the world. He could. Do you think he will? I don't know. It's a different game. The National Football League is a lot different than the SEC. As good as the SEC might be for football and what else. But it's not the National Football League, and we'll see what he does when he get, We'll see what he does yeah. here with men, men his size and bigger. Right. So they had the choice. They didn't do it. Now, the trade back they ended up with. Now the NFL. If you watched TV last night, Mike, they didn't give the right specifics of the trade because this morning I got the real trade. Last night they just said it was trade six, and you were, they were getting toward the Lions would get twelve and thirty four. But come to find out, the actual trade was. Lions traded six in their 81st pick, which was that third-round pick, and they got 12-34 and pick 168, which is like a six-rounder or a fifth-rounder, whatever, six-rounder. So the meaning is they're, they're getting a first and a second, but they gave up their third. So, that you know, remember they had at one time five in the first 81, now it's five in the first right. 55 or, or so. So which is the right. good because that, that pick in the, in the second round, 
that's one of the top picks. And people are either going to want to trade for that pick or you're going to get a person that everybody thought would have been a first-rounder that fell out for the night. So I have no problem with that at all. Getting two players for that pick, I don't have a problem with it because once you decide that Jalen Carter was not on your board, and let's face the fact, people, you know, basement meat mafia, he wasn't on their board or they would have took him. They're not, they're not stupid. And Kenny, what do you make of the way the uh, the rumor mill was turning faster and faster and faster on the first day of the draft? And it turned out a lot of that stuff never materialized. Well, Mike, you, no, nothing, you've been in nothing, the game. Nothing, wait, no, I know, but nothing more glaring than Will Lewis. Will Kentucky. Levis. Will Levis. You know, I should, he should have changed his name to Will <laughs> Levis. That's how you ought to pronounce it. But nothing more, more glaring than that. He didn't even get drafted in the first round. Here are projections that he was rocketing up the board, and he was going to be the second quarterback drafted. You've been in the even, game long enough to know. <laughs> believe nothing the last week before the draft. Now I don't know why you. I don't think you got suckered into it, but I don't know no, why. I didn't. Right, but you know this lion season the last week of the draft. Everybody thought. I'm gonna tell you one thing that did surprise me though, of the things that maybe were lying in the truth. Houston moving back in was a total surprise to me. I total thought they were going to take one I, or the I other. Think, I think it's a great move. I really do. It's a great move. I think it's such a signal to your to your fan base. They've gone through a lot, like we have here in Detroit. Uh, but it sends a signal to your fan base and your team and your organization that we're we're in it. To, we're here to play. We're here to play to win. They're going to make some bold moves now. We'll see if they all work. But, but I thought it was a great move. It was a good move. I really did. Well, let's get yeah. to the second pick. Now, this was another surprise pick, even though I predicted, I believe in one of our podcasts, I like this guy. I didn't say first round because I didn't think he would be a first rounder. But looking back on it after the fact, and that's Jack Campbell, the linebacker from Iowa, looking on his numbers from the combine after the fact and looking on what the Lions need, I should have thought he would have been available for 18 because I'm telling you, he's a hell of a player. And if you look at what the Lions need, Run stopping. Now, everybody said it should have been from the front, from the defensive line, but it also can be from the second level too. And I think this is going to help a lot. I keep going back to that Carolina game where they just got ran down the throat. And say what you will about Jack Campbell. He's a good run-stopping linebacker, and I I think he's going to play a lot, Mike. I I think he's going to start alongside Anzalone right right, right immediately. But I think he's going to start. I I agree with you, Kenny. That's – that's the duo now. It really is. And, you know, you're going to have to readjust the, the backups and all that. But, you know, absolutely, they, they, didn't, they didn't draft him 18th overall to sit him, that's for sure. No, and Rodrigo look, look, will look. get in there and get some time, but he'll be the no. third guy. And Derek Barnes, that's a story for another day. We'll have to see what well, happens. Well, third and fourth guys. You know, yeah. Look, Derek Barnes improved but, last year, though. He got but better. You got better defensively with Jack Campbell in, in the game. That's all I'm going to say. You got better defensively. And it's not over yet. This is the first round. No, listen. Right, exactly. That's the other thing. People react like the draft is over now. No, no, no. There's another 225 players to get drafted today. Yeah. Calm down, folks. Yeah. Be, calm down. Right. Enjoy it. Right. So, I, I, in all in all, I give it a great I'm going to tell you right now, Jameer, the, um, Jameer. Um, a big Gibbs. Yeah, Jameer Gibbs. I, I don't know why that name. I'm looking right at it. Anyway, I've seen Alabama play a lot, lad. I'm telling you right now, you just don't get 4-3-6 speed with playing ability. There's some track guys that can run a 4-3-6, but they can't play worth a damn. This guy can play. And when you put him in the game, 
it's going to open up that game a lot because you can put him in with Montgomery. You can put them both on the side. You can move him out to the slot. He can do a lot of things. And the play action now, which is golf's strong suit, is just going to take off. No, absolutely. And I, and I think, right, you know, doesn't seem like a big move getting a running back because you already had two. But adding this adding this one with, with the speed that he has and his ability to catch the ball out of, out of the backfield or line up in the slot or, or line up wide, it really does something for Jared Goff with Incidentally, isn't that what you're supposed to do with your quarterback? Make it easier on him, yeah. not harder? Now, for every winner, there's a loser, though. By Gibbs coming, and the, um, Ian Rappaport just put out a little while ago that teams are fielding offers for Swift now, and um, DeAndre will not be long for this team because I'm no, sure he'll, they're going to take an offer. It might be by the time the draft starts tonight. Well, because he'll be gone by Monday, though, by Monday afternoon. But I don't know what number of pick you could get for him. I think you can get a, a – you know, you're not going to get you ain't get a first round or second round, but I think you get a good pick for him. Maybe they'll take it in the next year, but you can get something for him because there's teams out there that can use him, and he's a good guy and a good player. It's just that the dependability and durability was the issue, and that, and this last year of a contract, right. and now you reset the clock with Gibbs, and you got a guy who does things better than what Swift does, and is faster than Swift, and you know, it's a good replacement. Well, he's had look. Swift has had Swift has had three years at it now, and he not yet has he been what the Detroit Lions thought they were getting with a second round pick. And look, I, I was I, I thought he would be a lot better, not just a little better, right. but a lot better. Because I was taking Taylor. And, I wanted Taylor from Wisconsin. I remember that draft specifically. And, so did I. But yeah. the one thing, well, I don't want to get into all right. that. But the one thing I, with Taylor was he had carried the ball so much. I thought he could be worn out by the right. time he got to the National Football League. Well, I was wrong. Right. And back to your point about. Uh, running backs. This is the stupidity of people saying running backs aren't worth first round pick. And I think Mel Kiper might have started. Somebody started on ESPN or whatever. Look, if your team is, I can see if your team is bad and it's going to take you three years to get competitive, then you only got that running back for one or two years. But if your team is ready to win now and you're in a winning mode, that's five years on the first contract. Even if a running back does not get the second contract or it out, out, you know, he outperforms it and out money wises himself. You got five good years of a running back. To me, that that's worth any first round pick. I'm sorry, just that alone. And if he gets a second contract, b- bonus. If he's good enough to have a second contract, yeah, good. Yeah, good. bonus. But I'm telling you, even if you only got the first five out of them, that's worth a first round pick. I don't know why you thinking that that the value is not for the position. That's crazy. And running backs, I don't care what you say. Running backs are very important in this game. You can you can tell me I can get another back in the fifth round. Yeah, of a guy that on a five yard gain will get you five yard gain, but you're not gonna get a guy that will take a five yard gain to twenty yards because of his skill. Those are guys you get early. Well, and you're, you're, I think we're leaving out one one uh, one item here too. The Detroit Lions offensive line is going to get an average running back three to four yards, and then good just on on their own. They're going to clear out a path. Right. For three to four yards, it's like shoveling snow. Okay, right. shovel it out to the walk. All right. Well, with the guys they have now, that's just that's just the starting point. Right. Three to four yards. You make your cuts, you make your digs, and you go for five, six, eight, fifteen, twenty. Yeah. Take it to the house. And Ben Johnson, who signed off on this, and I heard that they're very excited about the way they're going to use them. He saw a lot of yards left on the field last year from the running game, and I saw it too. As good as Jamal Williams was, a thousand yards. Oh come on! No, I said as good as he was, a thousand yards. If he was a, a, a yeah. you know a quicker back or whatever, he would. It was a lot of yards he left on the field. A lot of yards that um all the backs left on the field. And Swift, when he was on the field, he left yards on. 
You know, Swift was good outside. But I can tell you, those first two plays, I'm going to tell you right, the first two games of last year when Swift had those two 50-yard runs, if Gibbs gets out in space like that on his run, you're not catching him. You're not catching him. Well, well, just one other thing. I've got to step in here on this one. You know what else Jamal Williams left on the field? Touchdowns. 17 touchdowns. Mike, I'm not dogging him. I'm just saying he's a certain type of back. No, no. He's a certain type of back. He's not a a make-you-miss back. No, he's he's he's, he's a, I got to get out of the way. I don't want to get get yeah, run over. Which is fine. It's fine. But I'm just saying, there's yards out there from backs that can you know scat and and get in and move and whatever. And they need one of those backs because Montgomery's going to do the work that Williams did last year. He's that type. You know, well, the, the guy to get that work in. Now you need somebody to do the swift work. Well, you take all the yards you want. I'll settle for the points. All right. Well, we're wrapping this up because we've we've gone too long anyway. Finally. A lot of guys left on the uh, board from last night. One of them, Will, Le- Will Levis, the, the quarterback. A lot of people left. The tight end mayor left. Joey Porter, the, the uh, cornerback from Penn State, left. Yep. Br- Brian Banch, Branch from Alabama. Yep. Um, they have the third pick of this second round starting off if they stay there. Well, I don't think they're going to stay there. I think they're going to move. But if they do stay there, Mike, what position or what player would you go for? Well, a tight end, you know, there are a lot of tight ends available out there. Uh, I really do think adding a safety, Brian Branch would be a, a good a good prospect there. And I think if they can, you know, if they can find an outside pass rusher uh, to add to what they already have, I don't know if it, I don't know if you'd prefer that or to a defensive tackle, but whichever, add something to the defensive line. All right. All right, we'll see, Mike. We'll check back in um, next uh, podcast. We'll wrap up the draft. Um, after it's all over, uh, we'll see what happens tonight. So that's the k and Podcast. Ken Brown from WGR Radio, Michael Hare, DetroitLions.com. We're out.